Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. South Carolina Week here on the Rocky Top Roundtable. Alongside Eric Kane, Rob Lewis, and Brent Hubbs, I'm Austin Price. And guys, it's a huge game, really for both teams. Both teams trying to avoid a second conference loss before you hit the month of October. Um, Tennessee's trying to find their footing. You know, they've got three wins, but against it's really against nobody. This would be a nice win over a South Carolina team that, again, is plenty capable. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's a South Carolina team that struggles on defense, but they got a lot of firepower on offense, and it's a South Carolina team that's played a better schedule than Tennessee's played. They're, they're a more proven football team coming in this, but it's Neyland Stadium at night. Rob Lewis, all those things factor into Tennessee's favor here. I'm still surprised Tennessee is a heavy favorite the way they are. I'm surprised. What is it? Is it 12 and a half as of this taping? It started at 10 and it's been it's gone up. I'm surprised as well. I mean, I thought Tennessee would be a favorite, double digit. Um, I, I'm surprised, and I think that tells you uh, what you're just saying. I, I think that's a lot of respect for Neyland Stadium for what the environment is going to look like on, on Saturday night. This is one that Tennessee fans have had circled on their calendar for a long time because of what happened in Columbia last year. Um, I, I think it's going to be electric Saturday night. Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge game. It's obviously a big game for Tennessee. You don't want to start uh, SEC play 0-2 uh, coming, you know, a couple of weeks removed from what happened to Florida. But a uh, big challenge for Tennessee at home, of course, you know, dark mode uniforms and all that. And then you look at South Carolina, 2-2 uh, and on the season. It's been tested. It's played a whole lot of games. It's got a whole – I mean, it's got a tough schedule, you know, remaining. A couple of big games coming up as well. So, I think for both of these teams, big time uh, – you know, maybe call it short of must win, but it's a big time game for both programs. I, I mean, given your expectations, I think it's pretty. I think it is a must win for for both teams. I, I mean, given well, the expectations you had for your team. Well, I mean, you know, Tennessee fans. I mean, if you'd have told them in the preseason, you you may go into this open date three and two. I mean, there would have been a lot of disappointment if that were the case. So I think this is a from a must win, and for South Carolina. They, they don't want to drop a second conference game this early in the year with what they have left on their schedule. Perfect time to get Cooper Mays back, and uh, he's uh, on track to play Saturday. Uh, you know, helps pacing, helps tempo, and then obviously will help Joe Milton. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Um, it should help. He's got a ton of experience. There's a reason he's a starting center, and uh, how much can he go? How long can he go? Where is he physically? We'll all we'll have to see when, when he gets to Saturday, but. Rob, I mean, we've heard it for two weeks from Josh Heupel about communication, communication. That should tidy up your communication up front. Yeah, I would think getting Cooper back would you know, really help with that. I mean, you're talking about – I mean, people say, well, Ollie Lane has been in the program forever. He's not played center forever. He's played center for, what, six, eight weeks. I mean, Cooper's played it all his life, and he's played, in the, played it in this system going into his third year, and I, I think that's pretty significant. Uh, but you're talking about conditioning, you guys, and I, I, I wonder if that's not even kind of more – of a challenge in this offense because of you know how many plays, how fast they're going. I, I, for an offensive lineman, you might not really think about it but very often, but I bet that is a concern. Well, and you think about this, Eric, you go back to that first game against Virginia and that opening drive. Mm -hmm. Tennessee look, I mean, it, it's, it's the excitement of playing, but yeah. you say you've conditioned all summer, you get out there, a lot of people huffing and puffing pretty early in, in that game against Virginia because you've got to learn to manage and control things. It's different running and conditioning versus playing in pads. Oh, no doubt. You can be in shape, and then it's completely different from being in football shape. And then 
with this offense, you take it even further, it'd be in tempo shape and all that. So, you know, Brent, you've said it a couple of times throughout the week. I think when you know, when Cooper comes back, which you know sounds like it's going to be this week uh, likely, that you could also see Ollie Lane kind of jump in there and take a series every now and again, just because of that uh, conditioning, you know, or the lack thereof for Cooper. But more so than anything, I mean, it's going to help with the tempo, the communication. But you know, Cooper May is a good center. He's a pretty good center in this league. He's a three-year starter, and I just think Tennessee's offensive line. The run game, everything else just needs that type of experience and that type of play back moving through the season. I'm fascinated to see what the run game looks like because I, I think that, that that's important to get going early in this game. You know, because I think if you get the run game going early, I think it makes Joe's job a lot easier. And South Carolina's not been great against the run. Now, they were Mississippi State couldn't run it. I don't know how much they really tried to run it, but they didn't run it. Uh, Georgia 190 yards, North Carolina over 170 yards in the opener. Rob, that, that's an athletic defensive front for South Carolina that hasn't made a bunch of plays yet. Uh, but Tennessee didn't get a lot going on the ground against Florida. They didn't get any chunk plays going like we've seen in other Not games. Longest run at Florida was 12 yards, and I, I think it's a fascinating matchup and a huge matchup in the game because if you just look at it, Tennessee's the leading rushing team in the SEC by average yards. But the one game they were tested against Florida, I mean, they, they, they couldn't run it. I mean, they piled up some, some numbers against you know, UTSA, Austin P. but in their one SEC challenge, they, they came up woefully short, and that's going to be a huge deal this week. So I, I think the jury is really out on that. And again, what's that rotation look like at running back? Uh, you talk about that one challenge on the road at Florida. It was a two-man you know, rotation. It was Jabari Small, and of course it was the starter and, and Jalen Wright. Well, where does Dylan Sansa fit into this? <laughs> you know, they're going to be challenged. It's going to be an SEC opponent, and, and I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, to see kind of what that looks like because all three of those guys need to play. But Dylan Sampson obviously needs to be, be a part of this offense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Flip it to the other side. How does Tennessee slow down Spencer Oof. Rattler? Pass rush. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, got you, you to keep him in the pocket. Um, you got to put, you got to push the pocket in the middle, but you can't let him bounce on the outside out there and, and go backyard playground football on you, which is what he's had to do, and he's done really successfully for South Carolina this year. Um, he's a he's a handful and a challenge and. His aha moment came last year against Tennessee, and he hadn't stopped yet, Eric. You think back to that 2021 season and Tennessee's defense, uh, man, they, it felt like you just couldn't bring the quarterback down, whether it was Bryce Young or, uh, or whoever. I mean, that Ole Miss game comes to mind as well. You're going to have opportunities in this game. Uh, there's That offensive line for South Carolina has allowed 17 sacks, and likely, if not for Spencer Rattler, that would be in the 20s easily by now. So you're going to have opportunities to get back there, but as Brent said, you got to – you got to you know, stay true to your lane. Don't get too loose off the ends. Uh, keep your pass rushing lanes tight and try to bottle everything in and bring him down because he is a player that has been making a lot of plays by himself so far this year. I think that's the matchup of the game. They're Rowell versus Tennessee's front seven. I mean, yeah. they, they've given up more sacks than anybody in the SEC. Tennessee has more sacks than anybody. And, and as bad as that offensive line has been, I think that makes what Rattler has done even more wildly impressive. Oh, yeah. I think you see a lot of the Rabbits package in this game. Yep. I think, you know, I think you see a lot of that, that combination of James Pierce, Tyler Barron, and 
Omar Norman Lott along with Roman Harrison uh, to, to go after and, and get after Rattler and see if they can uh, you know, force him into some bad decisions. And again, the crowd's going to play a huge say in this game because if the defensive line can get after him, the crowd's going to get into it, which ultimately causes the offensive line for South Carolina to fall start and this and that, and all of a sudden you're first and 15, second and 17, third and 20, and that's where Tennessee wants to have South Carolina all day. Yeah, no doubt, and, and I'm with you that I think you want to play that Rabbits package as much as you can. Here's my question in playing that though, Austin. Can, can can a guy like James Pierce, who's a young player, can he play the contain and the rush yeah. lanes and, and not get over eager in there? Or do you feel like, hey, I've got to keep Tyler Barron outside. He's an experienced guy who understands contain better. Part of that's going to depend on how loose those ends play. If they get way upfield and create a lot of running lanes for Spencer Rattler, you may have to tweak a little bit of what you do with your pass rush. So that'll be interesting to watch in this game early. Eric, when you look at this game, uh, we'll round it out here. Who's the one player that has to play well besides Joe Milton? Is there one? I mean, I think, uh, to your point, I think a lot needs to play well. But I'll, I'll go defense. And, again, I think this has got to be a, you know, a linebacker game. And maybe not one that, you know, kind of leads Tennessee in tackles or makes a big tough play. But I think Elijah Herring's got to play, you know, as we kind of talked about this week, under control. I think he's taking steps. Uh, he's playing next to a guy in Aaron Beasley who's – off and running, having a great season. But Elijah Heron's going to have probably some chances to make tackles in the open field. Can you break down? Can you make those tackles? Cut down on the missed tackles and, you know, force some long and, you know, third and long situations. I think this is going to be a linebacker game where they didn't play very well at Florida, and I think they're going to have chances here against South Carolina. Rob? I, I said pass rush is going to be the biggest part of, of this game for Tennessee, so give me Tyler Barron. Uh, somebody in the front seven has got to have a huge game. They're going to have, like Eric said, there, there are going to be opportunities yeah. there. I mean, strip sacks, you know, huge, huge momentum plays. Somebody in, in Tennessee's front seven is, is going to have a chance to be a hero. But for me, it's, it's, somebody, it's whoever's matching up with Leggett in the secondary. Now, they're going to move him around, so that's a cop-out answer, I know. But there's going to be some plays where you're going to have to run with a guy in scramble situations, and Tennessee cannot mess that up. I don't know how they're going to play coverage in the back end. They haven't played a lot of free safety or safety with center field responsibilities. They're going to have to help some back there for sure. But maybe it's a star position. I'll be curious to see where South Carolina lines Leggett up to attack Tennessee's secondary. Whoever's got that matchup's got their hands full. For me, I'm going to go all on the offensive side. I'm going to go Jalen Wright. I think Jalen Wright uh, you know, needs to have a really good football game. Again, I think it takes pressure off of Joe Milton and it frees him up to uh, not have to be as perfect. And I think it just, you know, just unlocks a lot of things on Tennessee's offense if they can get that running game going early and often against the Gamecocks, that being Saturday, 7.30 over at Neyland Stadium. For Eric Kane, Rob Lewis, and Brent Hubbs, I'm Austin Price for the Rocky Top Roundtable. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.